Welcome to Indie Game Business, where you'll learn to navigate the industry with ease. This show is produced by the Powell Group, the leading business consulting firm in the gaming industry. Visit us online at IndieGame.Business to learn about our online digital events. We have some amazing sessions with people in the gaming industry, and you can participate for free and purchase inexpensive passes to our industry-leading business-to-business system. Now, here we go, Indie Game Business. I think that the answer to that really depends on what engine you're using. Um, I'm using Unity, and Unity actually has its own screen capturing um, technology inside. I don't know if Unreal has that, um, but you can format the sizing of that capture. Um, and so I didn't learn that until way later on. Um, but there's also other tools that you can use. Um, I've heard of devs using um, screen to GIF and other things that, you know, you can kind of capture the whole screen and change the sizing of what you're capturing and kind of edit it and everything after the fact. So there's a lot of tools out there that make it super easy. So those are the two that I have personally used, so. All right, so from YouTube, what do you suggest to the devs who are working on more dramatic and combat games? Should we reflect the vibe to the post or try to make the videos funny or cute? That depends on you, honestly. Um, there's a massive community on TikTok for more serious gaming topics like D&D &D or, um, you know, games like uh, Dark Souls or Elden Ring and other things that are currently on the market that cover like a more serious subject matter. Um, but if you prefer your game to be viewed in a more serious light, then by all means, keep it that way. But um, I will say it's a little easier to capture people's attention, I would say, with funny things or silly topics, um, just because <laughs> nobody likes to be too serious all the time um but really it's up to you there is a community for everybody and every topic and every method it's, it's just about finding the right ones so what would you say the demographic of the TikTok user is because this is something that we you know we talk a lot about as well you know michael was talking about it yesterday with you know creating those marketing personas and where are they and why are they there where do you feel like that demographic falls for for TikTok? i think that there is a common misconception that the majority of TikTokers are young um I don't think that's true. Uh, I, I have come across more people around my age than I have children. Um, I'm 28 years old, by the way. Um, so I would say that like the majority of the people that I have seen that are kind of browsing anything to do with video games or related subject matter are probably between ages like 16 to like 36 is is probably like the average um if that that's been my experience at least i i was surprised i honestly thought that most of the people that would be looking at video game content would be like 16 like like 
13 to 16 or 13 to mm -hmm. 18, but that doesn't seem to be the case. Yeah, um, for, from this side, that, that that's still young. You know, tw 28, still young. I but, feel uh, old, Jay. I feel well, old. <laughs> <laughs> just just wait um all right so from youtube are you in the habit of using tiktok videos as instagram stories slash youtube reels um so we do not um and i i don't say that because you shouldn't because you definitely should um use anything that you make to the fullest capacity of its potential use um i just personally despise instagram um, so I, I refuse to spend time on Instagram. The conversion rates for Instagram are atrocious. And so I just don't feel like it's really worth that much effort. Um, I haven't really delved into YouTube. I didn't even know YouTube had reels. So surprise, surprise, you are educating me. No, none of us know how to separate the what's a normal YouTube video from a reel, you know, <laughs> the, the stories or the reels or the instance or whatever the hell they're called. Anyway, so it's all good. All right. So I, here's my question. The curious thing is, all right, so you hate Instagram, but TikTok is great. You can't do direct links from like either. Why? explain the explain the difference why do, why do you despise instagram versus tiktok so instagram um has kind of created this culture of just kind of like and run um people will like a thing and completely forget it exists um versus tiktok has created a culture of you like a thing and almost always go to the comments if you like something, you're gonna to go to the comments and you're gonna see what people are saying about it. And the chances of engagement there are just so much higher. And that's just based on the culture that has been created on TikTok that is completely absent on Instagram. So that's the major thing. And so getting people to go to those comments and engage more kind of raises the potential that they're going to convert to something more meaningful. That's interesting. But again, I would not have I, I would not have made that correlation then, but at the same time, that's why I'm not a social media expert. Um, the All right, so hold on. we got questions coming in here. I just had to keep up with them. Um, pardon me, everyone. This is the last show of, of the conference. And, you know, I know I said earlier that my brain is mush. It's even worse now. Um, what has more traction? Videos with music and animations, gameplay, or videos with memes? I don't really think I can accurately answer that um, because they, I, I don't think there's an answer for that. <laughs> um, it really depends in the post um, because you might have a really great video um, of gameplay and have chosen a terrible song and so it doesn't get the engagement it deserves. Um, and then you might turn around and post that same video and change the song that's on it and it blows up. Um, so are people searching by song? Why explain this? <laughs> so sometimes it's it's really just about how how the music and the video content correlate to one another and kind of create a marriage of entertaining content. Um, sometimes what we think is entertaining doesn't actually end up being entertaining and you change it and your audience finds it way more entertaining with this song and this video creating something that goes 
better together. It's not so much about the song itself or the video. It's kind of the magic that the two of those things put together create. Can you A-B test these things? I mean, is there, when you're posting something, <laughs> no. can you, damn, scratch that idea. Um, all right, so Jack's had a question. <laughs> You feel you have better traction on TikTok because your game has cats. Yes. Okay. No, it's so serious. Not even kidding. Like I said, um, animals are one of the biggest communities on TikTok. Like people love animals and animals are one of those topics that everybody can relate to. Be you 65 years old or six years old. Um, so my game has cats. And everybody loves cats. I actually don't really like cats, but um, other people like cats. cats. And so <laughs> I just saw one. That was <laughs> so, so many people love animals in general. And the fact that I'm able to put, you know, animals, cats, you know, popular animals like uh, dog, wolf, cat um, as tags on my videos has helped immensely. And everything that we have that has like pump kitty slapped on the front of it, like people are like, oh, cat, orange cat, it's a pumpkin cat. Like, so, you know, I, I can't lie. Yes, it has helped my, <laughs> my traction immensely for a weird reason. Um. Sarah, you don't get a vote. You're you're literally making a Dark Souls with cats game. So that's your cats. You've got a little bit of bias in this argument. Um, so, uh, how are the contracts like for influencers you know, to make TikToks to upload to their account? If they also use their own in-game footage or custom made, all right, I will, Robert, Roberto, I will confess, I don't. I don't understand this. I don't understand this question. Um, look, hold on. Let me read it. Let me reread. Uh. Oh wait, we got we got clarification here. Um. Oh wait, no, he's clarifying something else. So we'll, we'll come back to that. Um, this is people like animals a lot, no matter what the genre. You know, horror, action, military, hack and slash. Would having the player have a pet friend with them increase traction? Oh, dude, we know that. You know, can you pet the dog? Is like the way to get yeah. Shit I, I, yes. I was gonna say, I I feel like any any video game that you know you can post some content of your character interacting with an animal of any kind is instantly better than if that animal weren't there. All right, so. Roberto, we're going to try this one again. So how are the contracts like for influencers to make TikToks to upload to your account? If they're using... All right, so can you can you have other influencers upload stuff to your account? No. All right, Roberto, we're... Okay, here we go. Here we go. Now we got it. I was asking about influencers since they might do an in-real-life video or in-game footage or if they were given a character to be made after them. So is there... Is there a difference there in terms of, I mean, it's expensive to make a character for an influencer. Yeah. Um, so I think the closest thing that I would say, like, um, 
my TikTok has had uh, quite, uh, I would say, like a few uh, other influencers that made content based on my game. Um, and they actually like stitched one of my videos with their video. Um, and that's really like the closest that you can get to that. Um, I didn't ask them to do that. Uh, they did it on their own. Um, so usually when things like that are happening um, on TikTok, it's not like a common thing for uh, like devs, at least from what I know, to ask people to make stuff for them. It's you usually create those relationships and those people will make stuff and tag you and like at you or stitch your videos and kind of do right, their so own. Explain to the Gen Xer here. What is stitching your video? <laughs> oh, OK. So say um, actually the way our stuff is displayed right now is technically a stitch um, like my videos over here, your videos over there. Um, and so. A stitch is essentially a person taking a video that's already existing and they make a video alongside it um, and they play together. Dig me up an example of that. Because I'm trying to think, sit here and think if like your phone is vertical, how in the hell are you going to have two screens that you can remotely tell what's going okay. on? So say this is my TikTok video and it displays like that. Right. Yes. Um, and you stitch my video and you have your video and they go like this. Or ah, like this. Got you. Does that I help? Love <laughs> I love the fact that your to do list has cats on it. That's nice. <laughs> All right. So, I mean, have you. So you haven't reached out and asked any other influencer. I mean, have you been approached by anybody else to do this or did people just do it and then tag you in it? Um, I know most of the time people will message us and be like, hey, I really like your game. I would really like to make um, an example. Um, I had a content creator that does makeup, uh, but like costume makeup, like body paint. And she was like, I really want to do some like body paint of uh, the characters in your game. Is that okay? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Go for it. And then she makes her video, posts it and tags me. Is there, I mean, is, so is there a concern? I know this is going to be an issue for a lot of devs. Is there a concern that you're going to have influencers just take your, take your game and, and use it and not link to you or, or anything else? Um, I mean, like really in the world of the internet, isn't that an issue all over the place? But well, yes. like, uh, but there's actual, um, from my understanding, like it say if a person were to take your video content and post it as their own, TikTok actually has guidelines against that. Um, but stitching a video or um, I forget, there's another one, I forget what it's called. Um, that you always get notified if someone does that. So you're oh, always going to know. You're, you're always going to know what who's doing what with your content. Um, and that's kind of how TikTok gets around people claiming your stuff as theirs. All right. So you've got the Kickstarter for the game coming up. How do you, and we're going to totally like plug the Kickstarter on here too. Um, 
how are you planning to integrate TikTok into promoting the Kickstarter? And how is that going to work compared to other social media channels? So one of the things that, um, unfortunately, TikTok doesn't do well, um, as many people will know. Um, there is a pretty young audience and um, a lot of times games um, kind of attract younger people. But um, I have essentially taken the great big green blob of Kickstarter. You know, we all know the one, the you know, little circle blob that says coming soon um, that everybody knows is a Kickstarter thing. Mm -hmm. um, I have kind of just been slapping that on videos. And people are like, oh, okay. And I will get people that come to my Discord and they're like, so is there going to be a Kickstarter for this? Um, I saw the thing and I saw the blob, but like, is that what that is? So it has worked pretty well to use, um, you know, again, those those visual things that people recognize, those logos, those um, representations of things, uh, since you can't tell people, hey, go support my, I, I'm sorry, this light in my face is like driving me nuts. Um, so I would say if you want somebody to do an action, you want some to have an actual call to action, use pictures, use text in your videos. That's how you do it. That's how you make it happen. But then on your account, at the account level, use a link tree. Don't link directly to correct. Kickstarter or... Excellent. That makes... That makes perfect sense. Oh, sure, Jay. I'm sure it does <laughs> in your brain. All right. So I'll put I'll put you on the spot and ask a selfish question. So if you're not promoting a game, say for instance, you were promoting a um a, a conference or a podcast about teaching and educating developers about the business of games, what sort of content would you post? Um, me personally, I would post potentially videos of former conferences um, and, um, you know, maybe try to, you know, get in contact with some other um, developers that have, that I've worked with before or plan to work with and try to showcase some of their stuff or people who are going to be talking at these events, um, kind of just showcasing their names, like, Bah, this person, bah, that person, like, like really dynamic text, um, just to show these people are talking at this event, and this is what we're going to be teaching. Um, kind of getting movement and excitement on something that maybe people will be like, what? Um, <laughs> I think that that will kind of draw attention to like, okay, well, why is this like so dynamic? Like, what's this about? Um, and that's kind of where people start asking questions like, oh, well, what is this? And then you can explain and kind of start talking about the event and the plans for it and stuff like that. All right. So but if people start engaging with your TikTok and they start asking questions, we're not supposed to go back in there and, and engage. No, them. you should answer them. Oh you my should God. absolutely this is answer so them. Confusing. It's like, do we use it for browsing? Do we not? Do we post and run? Do we go back in? And... No, you post, and uh -huh. as people engage, you should definitely be answering them. What you shouldn't do is go browse other videos. 
if you're if you're doing this number and you're not looking at your own comments on your own videos you're 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 wrong if you just made a post if you just made a post if not do what you want Crystal, you and I both come from the same neurodiverse background here. How the hell do you do that? I mean, you know, <laughs> they're going to post something and then we're going to speak. Hell, I can't even go on like Reddit or YouTube at night without I... being up till three in the morning watching some asinine series of videos that I haven't. I Trust me, I'm no expert. Like, it's hard. <laughs> so what is your recommended time length for TikToks? And what's the minimum seconds to hook a viewer in before? This is a really good question. What's the minimum seconds to hook a viewer in before they leave? I would say um, that you probably have a solid like three seconds to hook somebody. Else. Um, yeah. uh, because if they're if they don't want to see what happens after three seconds, they're just going to keep going uh, because it's just so easy. Um, so having something big and, and eye-catching dynamic in the very beginning of your video is really, really important. Now, so um, for those that do use TikTok, TikTok uh, recently enabled the three three minute videos or something. Um, I don't use those. Um, I don't know how people have three minute videos that are successful. I honestly don't have an answer for you on that one. Um, I don't like to post anything that's over a minute um, just because I personally don't watch videos that are over a minute <laughs> um, because they just get kind of drag on and stuff. Uh, I really like videos that are either 30 seconds or a minute at most. Anything more than that, especially in game dev, I feel like you're giving too much away at that point um, because you want to hold on to as much of your content as possible to share over time until the game is out in the world. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> all right, so are you using any, I mean, we have Buffer, we have all these different tools, you know, Hootsuite for managing these social networks. Is there something along the lines that, are you using anything like that for TikTok or is it just all straight into the native app? I don't, I don't use anything like that. Um, I don't even know if those things are really compatible. But I, have no idea I don't know. I don't know, Jay. That's a good question. I don't have an answer to you on that one. I don't uh, use it. I don't use anything special. I just post. I, I will. I, I can look real quick while we're talking. All right. So we've only got like five five more minutes left here. So one, Crystal is awesome. She is in our Discord. So if you have further questions later on or you know tomorrow or next week or whatever uh go to discord.gg slash indie game business and let's see what buffer does um i know one of the problems with a lot of these things is that they don't actually it's like if you tag somebody in a mm -hmm. post a lot of times that tag doesn't go through um uh, I don't see it on, on whatever the screen is. So yeah. um, generally, it's not going to work out as well anyway. Uh, so all right, fi final thoughts. Overview. So plan out your, your TikToks. You want something with movement that takes up the whole screen. Use a link tree to get, don't link directly. Um, anything with your face 
or a pet is going to increase exposure and, and likes. What else? Did, what else did we miss? What What else is the? the um, I think the two biggest things. The two biggest things. Like literally, forget all of everything else I said. Be genuine. And have fun. People want to have a good time on TikTok and they want you to have a good time. And if they see that you love being on the platform and you love posting videos and everything, they will love you. You could sell them dirty socks and they would buy them because they love you. Um, so be genuine and have a have a good time. We've already seen that you know you can theoretically sell bathwater and barks and jars on social media. So, and you know. it's because people loved those people, right? <laughs> so that those are like the two really major things. Don't stress about posting. Don't stress about making TikTok some big enormous thing. It takes time and it takes effort, and really just having a good time and not making it into a job is really the big big thing because if you do that you're gonna hate the platform and people are gonna know <laughs> you just sell dirty socks with cats on them dirty dirty cat socks but but the thing is are they dirty cat socks or are they dirty socks with cats so sharky shark you gotta, you gotta <laughs> figure out which one you're gonna do i mean because we could end up like a, with a kitten mittens thing from it's always sunny in philadelphia <laughs> oh my um, god Crystal, thank you so much. Keep up the wonderful work on, on Critter Crops. We've got the Kickstarter page that is in the, uh, we've linked it everywhere. Go to Kickstarter uh, and, and look for Critter Crops. It's right there. It's, it's easy to find. Um, I think what you said right there at the end probably sums up everything that we talk about in these shows and in this conference and everywhere else. Be genuine and act like you actually want to be there and you're having fun. Um, because God knows we can all make more money doing something else. We we have to have fun to be in this industry. Um, and with that, I mean, that's it. We're done. So yeah. this is the last session. Um, we will be back in a few months for another one. But as always, uh, we've got the podcast going on. We've got multiple podcast ideas, talks that have come out of this. Our panels have been fantastic. We're going to get all of this stuff into the podcast format and we're going to we've been clipping these things later earlier so you don't necessarily have to sit down and watch us talk for an hour we're making bite-sized chunks thanks to um some wonderful friends on the internet that that are helping us um thank you and that's it everybody i don't have any other profound news we will see you all soon You've got to check out our Discord at discord.gg slash Indie Game Business. It's an amazing community of over 3,500 other industry experts. We've got developers, publishers, marketing and PR firms, investors, so, so many, so many. It's safe and supportive place to network and to talk to experts. You can learn more about the business of games or you can share what you know with others. We have exclusive workshops on perfecting your pitch deck finding a publisher and more remember it's discord.gg slash indie game business
everybody. Here we are in our last session of the In the Game Business Sessions, March 2022 edition. Um, I want to thank one more time uh, our wonderful sponsors, EdgeGap, uh, AWS, and Vicarious PR, who handles all of our PR for all of this stuff. We love you all. We greatly appreciate it. You're awesome. Now, we've got Crystal from Skyreach. And over the last couple of days, we have heard a lot of people, Chris Jukowski talked about it and Kate Gray talked about it this morning. And we were talking about it yesterday during the production panels and all of that sort of stuff. Everybody's like, yeah, so TikTok is a thing now that we have to uh, be aware of. And this is interesting because when we did our December conference, everybody was like, eh, you know, whatever, TikTok's there, we're not. And you see in the course of three months, all of a sudden it's important. So Crystal has had a wonderful amount of success on TikTok promoting Critter Crops that is going to a Kickstarter shortly. And so she's going to come on and share some knowledge. If you've got questions about any of this stuff, post them in chat and we will answer them live. And so with that, Crystal, for the people who do not know you and what you do, introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. Um, I am the founder and lead and only developer, I guess, for um, our upcoming title, Critter Crops. Um, I'm actually now working in the industry full time. So I do this for a living and it's awesome. Um, and I really just want to help you guys find the same success that I've found so far. All right. So let's let's start at the bottom so how long have you been on tiktok so yeah so i actually i started off on tiktok just for fun like on a personal stuff so i've been on tiktok now for like two years but critter crops um tiktok started about uh six months ago i think it was um and it started off pretty slow uh <laughs> Cause I had no idea what I was doing and I'm not entirely sure that I, that I do now, but we'll, we'll get, we'll get into that. Um, yeah. So I would say around six months, five, six months ish. All right. And so with that, hold on, I'm trying to get the link to your page. There we go. So everybody, everybody can, can see and follow Crystal. So what, what have you found so far that that works? What is resonating with you? And how is it different than how you would approach Twitter or Instagram or something else? So TikTok is unique in um, in that it the audience there expects a much more personal experience. Like, you know, in Twitter and, and places like Reddit and whatever, you know, we, we post things that are kind of in a more professional light. Um, whereas TikTok, if you try to be super professional about your product, you're not going to do well. Um, so that has really been one of the things that I, I've, I didn't quite expect. I didn't see that coming. So I had to include myself, like me as a person, um, outside of just like the development process, because a lot of the people that are on TikTok are young or, you know, don't really know about game development. And so they invest a little more in the person behind the 
product more so than the product itself, if that makes sense. Well, I mean, that's it, it does. I mean, it's everything, like you said, is much more relatable because, I mean, you do more, I don't know, I don't know what we want to call it, selfie videos. It's, it's like you personally are in there more than you are, say, if you're posting something just to Twitter or, you know, things like that. Uh, and, and Sarah over at Astral Studios can confirm that as well. She's like, the post where we show our face performs so much better than gameplay. Um, that's something that you've got to keep in mind because not every, I, I have a hard time thinking people are going to look at my face when I'm telling them this. That's why I'm generally got that whole face <laughs> built for podcast. Um, so anything where you're showing your face counts. Now, how do you go, you know, we, we wanted to talk a little bit about researching and planning for how you do TikTok. And I know a lot of people, myself included, I'm like, whoa, you know, I understand that we should have this whole social media calendar thing and a plan like that, but I ain't got time to do one. When you are especially working full time as, as a game dev, then developing critter crops as well, where the hell do you have time to go and plan, you know, your TikTok videos and how do you do it? So I have the added benefit um, of having a community manager um, and she does an amazing job, but uh, we kind of collaborate a lot um, on what it is we're posting. Uh, early on, it was a little tough because we weren't really sure what direction we should go. And, you know, I, I would definitely recommend when, you know, when you're getting ready to do your TikTok and you're like trying to prepare, look at other game developers and look at what they've done that works and what doesn't work um, and kind of try to make a plan before you even start on like maybe this week we'll try to do this and the next week we'll try to do this having like a really well set out plan before you hit launch on your tiktok makes it so much less stressful and like way less oh no we need to post something oh my god what do we do um so that that's what has helped me a lot because like you said i really don't have a lot of time and i don't really spend that much time doing tiktoks so what are you so what are you what are you planning i mean is it, is it script or like a topic no. or what? but like which pieces of development you want to post and when um Maybe do you want to do a video of yourself? Do you want to do a video of your team? Um, do you want to do anything really? Like for us, we just planned like, okay, the game, we intend to be in this stage of development around this time. So maybe we'll show a little GIF or like looping video or something silly that is happening during the development cycle of, you know, my character Sylvie just running around in a circle doing something silly. Um, just having that kind of laid out and, and planned, like we need this footage for this. And that is kind of what I did for my planning stage. So, all right, I don't know, we've got questions coming in all freaking red. Look how popular you are, Crystal. Given how popular text-to-speech is on TikTok, and can I just say that's annoying as hell? I absolutely hate that. Um, <laughs> would you say that it's acceptable to use, or is it too impersonal? 
No, I absolutely think that you should use it. Um, and I'm sorry, Jay, but um, I, I'm some, old. I can get it. It's, so it's some of the older folks on TikTok might not love um, the text-to-speech, but it's really popular with younger audiences, um, especially when they have like um, the limited time voices. Like around Halloween, they had like um, scream guy's voice and stuff like that. Using those things to your advantage just to kind of fit the current motif of TikTok is definitely do it. It, it's, it adds personality, even though it's not your own voice. Uh, you gotta say, Crystal, I'm old. Is that what you're getting at? Is that I, mean, just I you're experienced? Uh, I'm exper That's it. <laughs> Bite me. Um, <laughs> all right. So, as a, as a developer, how do you plan your workday? For example, how much does it? How long does it take to, to hang out on TikTok? Um. So honestly, as a dev, um. I work uh, pretty much, I would say my average work day is probably around 14 to 16 hours. Um, and I probably spend around 30 to 45 minutes on TikTok. A day? Uh, a day. Um, you really don't have to spend a lot of time on TikTok yourself. And actually, um, fun fact, it's recommended that if you are a content creator on TikTok for you to not be on TikTok a lot um it actually hurts your chances in the algorithm i guess um because of some weird stuff Wait, so what, it, what, so you're not supposed to be you're not supposed to use the platform on your content creator account so have your personal one but do not use your content creator account for browsing that is so weird all right, so my my question, because now I'm going to be on you. God, I hate how the audio already starts the minute you get it. Are there, so how do you get discovered? Are there hashtags? Which hashtags work? How do you go, how do you get noticed? So um, obviously most people know this, um, posting regularly is really important, just like it is on any other platform. Um, like YouTube or Twitch, um, you know, posting regularly and kind of sticking to a schedule is really important. That does not mean you have to post every day. Do not let people trick you into that. That's not true. If you have a schedule, you say, I post something new every Monday at this time. And wonderful. People know when to look for you. Um, and make sure you're using popular sounds. Um, I don't really use popular hashtags that much because you can actually get lost in those way easier um, than if you use popular sounds. That's that's like my major recommendation for like, you know, those things. And also do not use more than five hashtags. Don't do it. You are sabotaging yourself because the algorithm is looking for something to assign you to. Your product fits X, Y, Z. And if you have a through Z on all of your posts, TikTok doesn't know where you fit in. So yeah. I don't know where I fit in. That's all good. That's fine. That's perfectly fine with me. Um, so which hashtags work and explain this whole use popular sounds thing. So um, 
the hashtags are kind of complicated because it really just depends on what you're trying to promote. Like we use indie game um, or indie dev, but we also use things like wholesome. So it's really important to match your actual product. There's not like a magical hashtag that's gonna instantly make you famous. That doesn't exist. Sorry guys, I wish it did. Um, but it's, it's more so about, okay, when somebody's looking at wholesome stuff and your game is wholesome, they're like, oh, okay, this fits what I'm looking for. Um, and that that's really important. A lot of the viewers like love when they see what they're looking for. Um, and popular sounds, there's actually like, when you create something, there's literally like a category under sounds that it says popular. Um, and that's the stuff that's currently trending. That's what people are like, you know, when you click a sound, um, you can see all of the videos that have used that particular sound. And so those... Oh my God. So that's just like gave me a heart attack. <laughs> is this like your popular sound? Yes, this is a popular song. Um, but just right now. So kind of staying up to date in what is and creating things to fit the current popularity trends is really like what's gonna help you to get more followers and help people to find you. All right, so like, for example, what the hell happened? There's like, I just can't hear you over the sound of this. No, I, I know what I did. I tried to mute the audio on TikTok so I didn't have to listen to it. And I apparently muted the audio across my entire Chrome <laughs> thing. So um, what are I'm flipping through these. You've got the you know, usually somewhere between 500 and up to like, you know, 5000 likes on this. And then all of a sudden we get down here and we've got 61,000 views on the what happened here so that i some of these i can't explain them and the the truth is tiktok is one of those things that i'm gonna tell all of you do not try to make sense of the algorithm don't try to make it like don't try to decipher the algorithm you never will um but so that particular i i think one of my posts did like an absurd amount of, of, of traffic. Um, and I think that was because of like cross, cross promotional stuff. Um, you know, uh, we do network with a lot of other TikTokers and, you know, people help share our stuff. We share theirs. Like some of these stuff, the stuff that you see here, for example, this post that we made about Katori Academy and other things, it's really important just like any other platform network, find friends, help people to, you know, comment on your stuff and bring their people to you and send your people to them. I think most of our posts that have done the, the, the best is because of cross promotion. That, I mean, it, it, and that makes sense to, to a certain extent because you're bringing in two audiences. It's just a matter of finding the right people to cross promote with. 
All right, so a couple of questions, and I'm going to keep the, I'm going to keep Crystal's TikTok up here on the screen, so we can all try to figure out what's going on. Um, for 3D games, TikTok is it better to make a custom TikTok animation, or have them be a game feature, or if you have the resources, to be able to use a 3D character model in VR and do the videos yourself? The thing that I would recommend most is when you're making TikToks regarding any game, 3D or 2D, the best thing is to just make make your posts as organic as possible. People don't want to see something that's not going to be in your game. They want to see your game as it's going to be when they play it. So really just using things that are legitimately in your game or plan to be in your game, I, I would suggest is the best option. So, I mean, just looking through here, I can definitely see the posts that that you are in or posts that feature your characters are doing better overall. Mm -hmm. All right. So Sarah's got a question. You mentioned not browsing the platform with your content creator account. Does that mean you're not often engaging with others' posts? See, this is the trick. Um, so you... You should, to an extent, use your creator account to kind of do some things. Um, but I think there is a recommendation out there that like directly following a post, um, like when you make a post, stay off of the platform for like a couple of hours or something. Um, I would have to find the articles and you guys can Google this stuff. It is real. I promise. Um, there, there's some weird thing that says that you shouldn't do anything at engaging following a post mainly. Um, so we do definitely interact with other people and kind of keep the interaction train going. Um, but it's kind of about finding a balance between doing too much um, and turning your creator account into a general account. Like you kind of want to find the sweet spot between doing too much general browsing versus content creator stuff. This is so, that is so interesting because to me, and I'm sure to other people, that just seems to go completely opposite of what you would expect to be doing on a social network. It's like, I need to be tweeting and retweeting and following people so they will follow me. And, yeah, I, and I actually noticed like early on when I started content creation that my posts weren't getting the same level of engagement for some reason. And I was like, what is going on here? And I just, I looked up a bunch of stuff and people were like, yeah, it's because you're, you're browsing right after you post. I'm like, what? That's so bizarre that, that I wouldn't expect that. Maybe this is like my new platform of choice. If I just have to like fire and forget shit and I don't have to, you know, go through and. No, Jay, that's not what I said. <laughs> what? It's like. You're saying. Find the sweet spot, the I, middle, the middle ground. All right. So my next question, you've got the same picture, the same little video of you looking and grinning like you know something more than the person. So is it. Can you reuse these videos? Yes, actually. So common misconception is that it is bad to repost. TikTok is one of those cases that 
It's not. You should be reposting because the majority of your following and new following almost will never see your reposts unless they're like going straight to your page and looking at all your videos. Um, the likelihood that your reposts will come up on someone's for you page is so low and you should especially be reposting videos that do really well repost them exactly as you initially posted them so they will often, do well again i mean like how often do you should, should you be reposting these things like once a week once a month um i think we average um repost probably once every uh three or four days maybe, but that's yeah. usually only on a video that does really well. Um, reposting um, stuff that like didn't perform so well, I would say we do probably once every week or two. All right, so I'm, I'm gonna close this, this tab down for the moment and then um, we, we can come back to it because I can't see my notes otherwise. Um, <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at our notes. It's like we've already covered this, you know, a lot. So when you repost, can you change your sound? So if you posted something and the popular sound at some point was whatever, when you repost, you can change it up? Yes. Yes, you can. And you should. All right. So Robert asks, is it all right to browse the platform and engage with game developers and publishers that may relate to your game? Doom and Animal Crossing, Minecraft and Terraria, that sort of thing. Yes, um, but the the thing that I would recommend is to make sure that you're not just staying inside of your own your own hashtags that you would use. Try to explore other things occasionally, just to kind of network and get yourself out there beyond just you know the indie devs and stuff because there are much larger communities that you can tap into um that will find you if you try so yes to an extent all right so as an example i mean so critter crops is all about i mean it's a farming simulation meets halloween for lack of a better phrase so with that what sort of other you know, groups would you or have you reached out to you in your account to see that success? So we have actually kind of tapped into cosplayers, um, uh, kind of the cottage core fashion people, um, as well as kind of the emo goth community, um, and um, people who like plants. Uh, kind of fit um, and just trying to think of all the animal people like the animal community on TikTok is immense I would argue it's probably the biggest on the entire platform so yeah, it kind of works to our advantage um, so anything that kind of relates I mean, and that's what, you know, that's a strategy a lot of times in, in PR anyway. It's like you don't only reach out to the games press, but if you have a game about building a dog shelter, you reach out to dog rescue newsletters and things like that. So as long as it is somewhat relative to what you're doing, you're, you're good to go. 
All right. So then now here's the big question, which is part of the reason that I'm not as active on, on Instagram. You, so you get somebody's attention with the video. How, what's the call to action? How do you, how do you convert that video to a wish list? So that's gonna, so this is the hardest part, um, especially on TikTok for one major reason. And so many people don't know this. You cannot make a comment directing people to your bio, directing people to another site. You cannot do it. You think you can because the comment posts, but viewers will not see that comment. Um, anything directing anybody out of TikTok in any way will become invisible for anyone other than you. So what we do is we will try to put text and stuff inside of the videos themselves because thankfully the angry bots of TikTok haven't deciphered how to <laughs> notice that you're directing people elsewhere inside the video. Um, and also make sure you have like a link tree or something in your bio anyway. We do, um, for a while, TikTok didn't like that and we freak out, but right now it still works. So make sure you have a link tree. Do not have a direct link because then TikTok will yell at you. Ah. Um, so use some kind of link chain like mechanism um, because TikTok gets angry about direct links. Um, and yeah. I, I think the biggest thing that we do is having graphics and text inside the video to kind of get people to know like, hey, we have a Kickstarter coming up. Hey, we have a Discord. We have Twitter, things like that to kind of get that across to people. Now, is there a way to, is there a way to measure engagement? I mean, it's like how, aside from the likes, how do you, because we heard Chris earlier today talking about, hey, somebody posted this on TikTok and it, it ended up like netting them 10,000 wish lists or something. I mean, so unless you're tracking that from like within Steam or anything, is there any way to you know, track the correlation between what you're seeing and what you're doing on TikTok and then, you know, what the actual call to action is? So is there, TikTok has an analytics system. Um, it's not great. Uh, but it does kind of help you understand where your community is coming from. Um, we actually use links that kind of tell us where people are coming from because there's no real direct way to know, okay, well, this person watched my video, liked my video, and then went to my site. There's really no way. That's, and that's one of the downfalls of TikTok. And I think that's initially why so many people wrote it off because they're like, this isn't really helping me. How do I know that you came from TikTok? Um, use, use sites that say, click this link, came from there. That's what we do, like Bitly or something. So, I mean, it's very similar to the way Instagram works too, because you can't have that direct link in there to, to anything on that site either. Um, but again, it's, it's absolutely one of those things because we are a visual industry and this is a visual medium. You know, a lot of people are going to get involved that way so um all right so we got about 
30 minutes left. If you've got a question out there uh, on TikTok, let us know so we can get it answered. If you were starting over again, what would you do different on your account now versus how you've grown it to this point? Um, I think I mainly would have more posts that are properly formatted for TikTok. Um, so dive so, into that. Yeah, so, so, you know, a lot of our videos kind of like have like a little square and some text and whatever, but um, there's, there's a lot of data that shows that um, posts that have that kind of vertical linear design and fill the whole screen um, and do a lot better than things that do not fill the whole screen. Um, and so I think early on, uh, we didn't do that. And I think it hurt us a little bit because we had a pretty good initial push. But I think um, from a gamer's perspective, maybe it came off as a little poor quality to not have like the whole video display filled. Um, and I, the other thing, I think I would have done less posts of still images. Um, because there's also data that shows that um, still images don't do very well uh, on TikTok, which makes sense. I mean, it's a video platform, so you would expect the things to be moving on the screen. Um, so I think I would; those would be the two major things. All right. So, what is the easiest way to? Because obviously, games are, are unless it's a mobile game. Mobile games are already formatted to be in that vertical. The, that portrait mode anyway what is the best way to take a pc console game that is naturally in a landscape mode and shift it thanks for listening to indie game business you can learn more about the show and our online business networking events at indiegame.business